Here's the question. How are you, a high-octane achiever, suddenly feeling stressed out, out of balance, overwhelmed, or just off your game? It's called burnout, my friend, and it's your body trying to get your attention. I have one mission to help you get your mojo back. Welcome to the Burnout to Breakthrough podcast. This is a special New Year's edition. Today's topic is... Want to crush it this year? Burn your New Year's resolution and start on the third floor. Now, you might be wondering, what the heck is the third floor? I will tell you exactly what I mean by the third floor. And I'm just back from New York, so I'm recording this on New Year's Eve. I am I am in full New Year's mode, New Year's planning mode. I love end-of-year planning meetings to create a new year. I love this time of year. I don't believe necessarily in New Year's resolutions, but I do believe this is a great time to start planning and executing and putting the targets into place that are going to catapult you to new levels of success, happiness, joy, peace, fulfillment, fulfillment, riches, whatever you want. This is a great time to do it because you get to wipe the slate clean. So here's what I mean by the the third floor. I was, I'll tell you a story. First of all, I was in New York City with my family between Christmas and New Year's and it was freezing, number one. So that's one thing I learned is maybe not to go back there during the holidays because it was absolutely freezing. But what I promised my daughter, my so my daughter, Samantha, she's 13, and my wife, Jana, I said, I'll get you something from Tiffany for your Christmas present. I'm like, okay, that'd, that'd be cool. We'll go to Tiffany, uh, the big jewelry store there, and, uh, you know, one of the most famous jewelry stores in the world. If you if you know what I'm talking about, it's got the, the pink, or no, I'm sorry, the, the blue boxes or the blue bags, but the blue tif- or the blue Tiffany boxes is a huge thing in the jewelry world. So I'm like, let's go, let's go do that. That'd be a cool experience. So we, um, we walked a few blocks to Rockefeller Center, got too cold, uh, got in an Uber, headed up to Tiffany and walked in the front door. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'll buy my, my daughter something for around 500 bucks. And, you know, my wife, obviously something more expensive than that. But I, that, that was the one that was really concerning me is like, okay, what am I going to find for 500 bucks? And I walk in the store. We all walk in the store, freezing our butts off. And once we get in there, it is absolutely packed full of people like wall to wall. And if you've ever been in there, this is, this is the one off just by central park in, in New York city up off park Avenue. When you walk in, it's this huge, uh, you know, it's all on one floor, huge floor of jewelry. So there's, I'd say there's probably 15 to 20 salespeople down there, a couple hundred people walking around, milling around there. And as I walk around looking for something to buy for my daughter, all I see is these huge diamond brooches. And I see, necklaces and earrings and, and, you know, engagement rings and, you know, Patek Philippe watches and things that are like thirty forty thousand $40,000. So the, the couple, as you know, all, all jewelry stores, they have the price tags hidden, but in the a couple of price tags, I could see everything is literally fifteen to, to $65,000. So I walk in there and I'm like, holy, you're talking about sticker shock. So I'm looking around for something to buy my daughter, and I can't find anything. So we walk over to this, one of the sales ladies, and I said, hey, um, where can I find something for around 500 bucks for my daughter? And she was very nice, and she's like, oh, cool. It's actually just upstairs on the third floor. I didn't know there was a third floor, Tiffany. I had no idea. There's actually like four or five floors, I think. So she said, go up on the third floor. That's where the Sterling stuff is. That's where the, the stuff kind of in that price range would be. So we get on the elevator with everybody else and went up to the, the third floor. And what I find out is there's like a billion people on the third floor, like a crap load of people on the third floor. And there is stuff for $500 up to, you know, maybe $5,000. So we're able to find something for my, for my wife and for my daughter up there on the third floor. Uh, so they're, you know, super happy. And uh, it ended up being a great experience. One thing, a couple things I learned about this. Number one is the third floor at Tiffany is the one that's making all the money. 
Like everybody that was buying something was on the third floor and they were making money hand over fist on that third floor. Nobody was buying anything on the first floor. They were looking kind of window shopping, but third floor is where they were doing their business. So how does this relate to your life? How, how can you take this third floor mentality into the new year in 2018? Well, when you want to make a change, when you want to achieve something in your life and you want to make it last year or the next year better than last year, so many people will have kind of their, their specific thing that they want their target in the new year. It could be like weight loss, right? So any type of change. Now, whether you want to lose weight or whether you want to start a workshop for people, whether you want to start coaching people, whether you want to grow your business, you know, from 100,000 to a million, whatever it is, wherever you're at right now. I'm just going to use weight loss as an example. So people will say, I want to lose weight. But when they do that, they'll, they'll, it's, it's a vague a kind of pronouncement first of all right so it's i want to i want to lose weight but it doesn't it, it can be so daunting to them that it's going to create so much anxiety that they're going to fail because they don't know how to lose weight like if they knew how they would have maybe done it before they they don't they don't have the habits or maybe the discipline that they need there maybe there's too many options out there they're confused over you know somebody tells you a grapefruit is great for you the other person's going to tell you that it's going to kill you and cause cancer there's too much information out there there's all these obstacles and they're just daunted they're stuck on the first floor like me when i walked in there i was like man this is not going to work i promised them to get something for tiffany and this isn't going to work out and i and i could have walked back out on the street and been done but instead, we persevered and ended up on the third floor. So we started somewhere that was, was win, within our comfort zone. And I may very well go back sometime and buy something from the first floor of Tiffany. I don't know. But now that I am a shopper there, I was able to start on that third floor and everything. And then that's how I was able to get my, my objective done. So where in your world right now do you want to achieve something? So if you want to, let's take the weight loss example. If you want to lose weight, what's the third floor starting place for, for losing weight? Well, how about this? Why don't you start with a walk? Why don't you start with going and buying some shoes that you could uh, wear to the gym? Why don't you get a, a 30-day membership to a gym? Um, why don't you add 10 minutes to the current walk that you already take? Just something small that will make things move. Because all the research shows that 80% of New Year's resolutions fail because they're, the, the task is too daunting, it's too vague, and people, they, they get torpedoed by February because they don't start on the third floor. They try to start on the first floor. They bite off more than they can chew. One of my favorite stories uh, or, uh, that I've seen just in terms of uh, motivation is, is Dick and Rick Hoyt. So they call themselves Team Hoyt. And this is you, – you've probably seen this on, on YouTube or maybe on Ironman Triathlon. They, they used to always feature them. But it was this uh, son, Rick, who was a quadriplegic, and his dad, uh, Dick – who was a, a, a retired, uh, I think, firefighter. And these guys have done, I think, 50 marathons and, and Ironman distance triathlons. And what, what Dick does is he actually pushes Rick. So when, he did, when they do the swim in, in Kona, he tows Rick behind him in, uh, in a boat. So not only are they swimming two miles, he's swimming two miles, he's towing a full-grown man behind him in a boat. And then he gets on the bike and he puts, straps him onto a bike and they ride this tandem bike, but, but uh, Rick isn't able to pedal. So it's just Dick, you know, the whole time uh, pedaling this thing. And then when they run, um, he pushes his son in kind of a big, uh, a big, almost like a stroller. And they do this for 12, 14 hours, however long it takes. And when they cross the line, uh, Rick's face just lights up. So it's incredibly inspiring because you're like, wow, look at these guys just out there crushing it. You know, they're, like they're so excited. They're they're raising money for people. They've achieved something they never thought they could achieve. But when you when you dig into that story a little bit, the way that started, you know how it started. It didn't start with an Ironman triathlon. It started with a 5K. 
And and Dick, the dad, said, yeah, I'd, 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 he wanted to go do something. He wanted to go do something like this, so we went and did a 5K. And when they did the 5K, he said he crossed the finish line, and, and Rick had the biggest smile on his face he's ever seen before. He's like, and that's when I was hooked. Even though he could barely make the 5K, he was like a smoker, he was overweight, and he said, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing it. And the next one was a 10K, and the next one was maybe um, a ha- they started with an Olympic distance triathlon, and then a half marathon, and then a full, and then, and then a full Ironman or a full marathon. But it started on the third floor. It started with a 5K. So maybe you have something that you want to say to the world. What is it this year that you want to achieve? Like, like, where can you start on the third floor? Maybe you have something that you want to say to the world. Like, one thing I'd say one of my biggest successes is uh, I was able to create a, a workshop or a, a more of an experience where we would routinely do a three-hour workshop to transform people's mindset, health, and wellness weight loss, you name it, over three hours. And I was routinely doing this workshop to anywhere between 700 to 1,000 people, which in my profession is, 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 is big. Um, so up to 1,000 people, right? And I, I ended up uh, helping write a book on this, on the actual program. The book has sold under over 100,000 copies, which is unbelievable to me, like 100,000 copies. But where did it start? It started with one patient in my office, her name was Sandy. I still remember this. I had a workshop. I don't remember what it was on. I think it was on heart disease or weight loss or something. And I promoted it to all my patients, and about 12 of them said they were going to show up. One of them showed up, and instead of being beat down, I said, you know what? I'm going to go deliver this thing for one person, and I'm, and I'm going to get good at it. And, and what it did is it started developing my skills, and, I, and it started you know, like building this fire in me where I said, okay, if I can do this for one person, I can do this for 1,000 people, or I can do this for 100,000 people, which is what we've done with the book. So it all starts with one person. Maybe it's coaching. Maybe you want to get into coaching people or helping people more. Well, you know, a great, pl- great place to start, start coaching your kids. I don't recommend coaching your spouse, but uh, start coaching your kids. Start coaching somebody for free, right? Just start helping some people. Start working with them because it's all about starting on that third floor. Don't get overwhelmed with, oh, man, I don't know how to do, if I had a coaching program, I don't know how to do Facebook and I don't know how to do ads and I don't have all these, I don't have a Twitter account. I don't have all of this stuff and, and I got to figure out YouTube and I got to figure out what camera to buy and I got to, and there's so many different things that you got to figure out, but start on the third floor. Just get it started. You don't have to know what A through Z is going to look like. You just need to know what A and B are going to look like. So where is it? That's my question for you. Where is it in your life that you want to see something change this year that you want to improve Maybe it's improving your marriage. Maybe it's improving balance in your family. Maybe you want to have more time with your family. Maybe you want to slow down those interactions around, you know, like putting the kids to bed or, or being more present with your family. One of my goals is always to be what's called a non-anxious presence with my family to where I, I, I go try to save the world, but then I don't bring that into the house and, and make everybody else anxious because I bring in this anxious energy, right? So where is it that you can just start on the third floor? So let's take the non-anxious presence. Where can I start with being a non-anxious presence for my ki- for my kids? I don't need to read 15 books on it. I just need to do it tonight when I put my son to bed. I just need to pay attention, slow down, get into his world rather than trying to get him into my world. So where is it in your life that you can start on the third floor? And if you do that, if you start on that third floor, that's the way you're going to make it stick because it's no longer a New Year's resolution. It's just about building a new habit. And when you build a new habit, you build strength, you build density like we've talked about, and you can be that that black hole that's attracting things to you rather than having to chase everything down. So that's all I have for you today. Hopefully uh, that helps in your your quest to make this year the best year possible. And I want to tell you, that's what I want for everybody listening is that you have a better year than you had before. 
And at the end of this year, you look back on it and go, wow, I can't believe what I've accomplished. I can't believe I finally lost the 20 pounds. I can't believe I finally started that coaching program. I can't believe I, I took my business from 100000 to $250,000. I can't believe that I have this great, incredible relationship with my wife or my husband now. That's what I want for all of you. So thanks for listening. This is going to be a great year. Um, as always, if you're not already uh, subscribed on Google, iTunes, or Stitcher, Go ahead and do that. These podcasts will just pop right up for you on your phone so you can listen to them on on the bike at the gym, in your car, uh, when you go for a walk. Uh, I'd like to you know keep you company there. And then uh, second, if you want to find out more, you can check out burnouttobreakthrough.net, which has all of the podcast episodes and uh, some extra goodies for you as well. So until I uh, talk to you next time, it's Dr. Eric Shoemake. Let's turn that burnout into a breakthrough.